Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. We're back with another special edition of the Big Gold Belt Podcast. If storylines have not made sense from WrestleMania to it's, now, it's been the, the best told story leading into this on WWE. This, this pay-per-view, it feels big, it feels important, but... Ultimately, it's exciting. The biggest thing that, that stood out for me when I seen it, I was like, okay, this has to be a joke. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like... <laughs> Alright, we're finally live due to endless technical difficulties, and I'm blaming Google for this one because, I mean, the Hangouts, Hangouts has just been giving us a nightmare all day. All night, but this is the Big Go Bell Podcast. I am Two Chains. And I am uh, Joan of Arc. And you can find me on the Twitter machine at Giant Crab. And, I, you know, the move reviews and everything will be there as well. And uh, to my right is... Your boy Heel Will Mahoney from the Snack Society here tonight, Pally. And we, we, we got a special guest. Uh, actually, we are reporting live from the Planet of the Ace. We got the we Ace himself. Big Eric Roy, what's up, my man? What's going on, man? What's going on? Finally, glad to be on y'all show. Finally, man. Man, so, it's been a long time coming. It's definitely, it's definitely nothing that we have not been long wanting to do. But it's been, we always have our conversations. We just said we just waiting for the big moment. So we know we didn't want to kick you while you was down when the streak was broken. But you know, this this is this has definitely been your year starting off, and it, I mean, it can only get better. So, you know, after winning the Old Dominion Rumble at Nova Pro uh, last month, we knew that it was time to get you in here, and we we had we had some things to talk about. So. Hey man, so I, I I came from my I came from uh, my spaceship, and I'm ready to uh, <laughs> talk talk some shop. You know, <laughs> well tonight should be interesting and fun. There's a lot to talk about. Um, we will definitely, you know, tap into your background a little bit uh, for anybody who's been under a rock and haven't heard of this guy that's been running the East Coast for, I don't know, since what, 2006 is your debut, right? Uh, no, I actually debuted in 2008. Okay, 2008. Okay. April and, 2008. So I just passed my 10 year mark. All right. All right. Yeah, and um, you know, we'll we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll talk a little bit about sports. You know, you're 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 a California guy, so we, you know, we, there's things to talk about there always. And then, oh, uh, yeah. and then, uh, of course, we will uh, end the show all talking about good old Nova Pro, some CWF stuff. So you know, we'll get it started for sure. So yeah, man, for sure. All right, Jamal, what you got for us? Well, uh, you. You obviously work a lot of CWF and a lot of Nova Pro, and, and you really are the ace of the Mid Atlantic. That is not a you know game. Uh, you know if they want to find you, they want to find you. You know in North Carolina, Virginia, Tennessee, but you're from California. So what brought you east? And you know how often do you get back west? Is it the style of the East Coast and, and wrestling, or is this this is where the training's at, or like what what brought you east? Well. Uh... The, the way I got out here was uh, I was in the military, actually, for a few years. Uh-oh. And I had some family that lived out here. So instead of going back to California and almost getting caught being complacent, I just wanted to try something new. So I came out here. I came out to North Carolina and uh, 
actually it was funny because I went to I was gonna I was gonna drive to Charlotte and start training. You know, it was a two hour drive, I would have done it. But when I went to Vengeance and uh Vengeance 06 in Charlotte with the, the DX reunion, I somebody in line that told me about CWF Mid Atlantic in Burlington. And so I got home that night, like one, two in the morning, and I looked them up and you know, uh, pretty much I had to wait a couple years because, you know, I had to get everything situated. But, you know, the rest is pretty much history. Yeah, absolutely. And what a storied history it is. Uh, do you have any plans as a performer to, to take your, uh, you know, experience out west? You know, maybe get inside your, your, your people? Uh, you know, people oh, for sure, see, man. And then everybody can get out to North Carolina. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I, I, that's, you know, the goal is to get you know, everywhere I can, anywhere I can. And, uh, you know, that's always been on the top of the priority list for me is to go wrestle on the West Coast and California, Oregon, Washington, you know, just, you know, wherever there's at, you know, wrestling out there, you know, definitely would like to go back and kind of, you know, start staking my claim back back home where where it needs to be. That's where the Planet of the Ace originated at. That's the origins. Right. And, you know, got to go back home and, and get everything, you know, stake my claim back and everything. Kind of like uh, y'all saw Affinity War. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, I got to do what, you know, I got to do what Thanos did, man. And pretty <laughs> bring much. Ba- bring know. balance to the universe. <laughs> yeah, I got to go back home, bring balance back to, back to the West Coast, man. <laughs> so you're going from promotion to promotion, collecting the gems to bring the balance to professional wrestling. I mean, that's it, man. That's, that's pretty much what the Planet of the Ace is, man. It's going to go, you know, to the different promotions, you know, the different planets, territories, and, you know, try to take over, you know, one, you know, one promotion at a time. By beating half the roster. Yeah. I mean, half or if all, you know. It's, <laughs> it, don't, it don't really matter. It's just it, when I leave that place, I want them to make sure that they never forget who Eric Rowe is and what Eric Rowe can bring to the table. Absolutely. So, uh, last last question, I'll let you uh, guys take it from here. Uh, do you think, you know, Nova Pro uh, definitely does something very different, very uh, on the indie scene, uh, especially with the whole gated community thing and, and how just a bunch of fans, you took the ball and ran with that. Uh, do you think that the fans, you know, is there a place for that? Should there be a place for that where fans can actually have, uh, dare I say, an impact in the show outside of just being a fan? Or is there a line that is, you know, that we're in danger of crossing uh, where you go from, you don't understand how business works per se? Oh, I mean, there's, there's always a line to cross, but I mean, that I mean, you guys are there for a reason, you know? Uh, you know, the one thing about like, you know, bigger shows, you know, like, you know, Dota B and stuff is like, they don't, you don't really have a lot of crowd, inter- the wrestlers aren't interacting with the crowd as much as they mm-hmm. used to, you know, it's right. mainly focused on the action in the ring, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I mean, those fans are there to be involved in the show. So, I mean, if you can roll them up any way you can, then why not? It's like, it's just like a you know a comedian doing stand up. You know, they they get they say you know they do their routine and do their bit, and 
You know, sometimes some may cross a line that people feel that they may cross the line and say, hey, well, I know where that line is at, you know. So, but, uh, you know, there's been times where I've had, I have stepped over the line, you know, and you learn from it and you move on. And thankfully that I've got the opportunity to move on from that situation and just learn from my mistakes and implement that into, you know, when I'm down here. At CWF, you know, I, I love, you know, I love giving the fans a hard time and they love giving me a hard time back. And, you know, it just, it, it makes everything just, you know, especially if you have a rough week, you know, and you get to go out there and you make some fans day by getting into it with, with them, you know, for, for five, ten minutes, wherever long it is, they're, you're going to go home, that fan's going to go home like, man, you know, had a great time tonight, man, especially when I was giving hell to Eric World and, you know, he gave it right back to me. And then he went over there and he he got he was paying too much attention to me. And then he got knocked on his head and it was it was great. You know, I helped him lose. You know, then they feel like they helped you lose the match or they helped you win the match. You know, so, you know, those are moments that, you know, when I was, a you know, even now I'm still a fan. But even when I was a kid going to shows, it's the same thing. You know, you want to you want to be. The one that's like, hey, you know, you feel like when every time the you know the crowd tries to get the ref's attention, you know, like turn around, you know, they want to be that person to help that guy out, to help their favorite wrestler out. So, yeah, you know, uh, it's it's a thing. I love doing it, and but I mean that, but with the gated community, you know, they feel like. They can just do whatever they want because they got money. And I'm just trying to let them know that, you know, not everybody's going to take that, you know. So people are going to stand up to you. They may not have as as good a fortune as you, but and they're still going to fight and, and do what it takes and not take take no crap from anybody, you know, regardless of the status quo. So then you're not going to Kanye West the situation and then meet up with them you know, maybe wear the hat a little bit, you know, to, just to break, just to get a seat at the table to actually find <laughs> out, you know, what the situation actually is. You, you know, we're not coming up with the, uh, I'm not, the, the, the Make Nova Pro great hat that the game community's going <laughs> to Hey, man, hey, you know. Like, I mean, the conversation yeah. has to start somewhere, and, you know, right. in order to have right. the conversation, you got to sit at the table. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, and I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go to the table if I'm not respected, you know. If they don't respect, they don't respect me, and they don't respect the rest of the fans that come there. They got a, a rope blocked off where they sit at. They don't respect the rest of you guys that come pay your hard-earned money to come up there and see us. So, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much, and you know, I've been in that. I ain't never had to no VIP section blocked off for me so like I just don't feel like it's 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 right I mean hey you know you had it back in the day you had fans that that loved the four horsemen and they'd go dressed up as as the horsemen you know mm -hmm. that's their prerogative you know um but I guarantee you if they were getting in the baby face's face you know the baby face is gonna especially when their baby face wins now what happens to those those guys, they're all upset and they're sad. They just lost money on their investment. And that's what I plan on doing to the gay community, just making them lose all their money on their investments. Oh, okay. So there's, so, so there's I, no 
bottles of Fiji water on the planet of the Ace is what you're saying? I'm not, I'm not a Fiji guy like Gunnar Miller. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm more of a Accenture guy. But, you know, I also drink regular water, too. You know, I, I, I don't really discriminate. But after a hard-fought uh, hard match, I've been, uh, lately, I've been on that Accenture. <laughs> I, I got I, I to say so. that. I, so I get I get your whole ordeal with throwing Logan over in the gated community, but I have to say that um, out of all of that, I still don't uh, I, I don't see it justified why me and Jamal's session frequently gets Logan thrown at us, and our her our hard earned money of our of our seats is always compromised because you decide you want to go bowling over on our side. So, <laughs> so well, see, you know, I, you know, I had to because see, I went to every side. And then I saw I let you guys out. And I, was, I didn't want to leave you guys left out. Fair. You know? Fair. I, mean, I, I, I actually appreciate that. Yeah, you, you've been pretty consistent with this bringing balance to the universe. So <laughs> equality, balance, uh, Eric World 2020, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's almost like uh, your match is kind of like watching it at SeaWorld, where if you sit close enough, you're going to get splashed. And by splash, <laughs> I mean, I have a dude being thrown into your lap. <laughs> hey, man, hey, look, as a kid, I used to go to SeaWorld all the time. And I was like, I, that was a, I would, those are the shows I live for, those Shamu shows, and he would do all the, the jumps and stuff, and I get splashed in that water. That's what you pay your money to go do, especially as a kid. So, you know. So that's, that's what you can expect at an Eric Royal match. You can expect a 200 pound man to come crashing through your living room. Yeah, it, it could happen. You never know yeah. when, you never know where, but it could happen. You, yeah, you, you gotta know, be ready because you're gonna come. Yeah, and, yeah, and, you gotta bring a splash card. And, and <laughs> again. I mean, he did throw a planet at someone, so um, it fits it, it you the well. Moon. Yeah, moon. Yeah, moon. So it suits you well. <laughs> hey, and it gets, if y'all watching this and haven't seen Avengers yet, I'm sorry for the spoilers. But. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you, you haven't seen Avengers yet, cell phones and making them keep their eyes on the ring. That's the important thing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're not there to be on your cell. You'd be on your cell phone any time of the day. Why would you come to a wrestling show and be on your cell phone looking at your cell phone? So, <laughs> that's how I look at it. So just to tap back just a little bit from the beginning. So you are from Cali. And, and for people who just have never been over to the West Coast, speak about the West Coast vibe, inspirations from over there. I mean, because it's full of culture and, and, and a long history of 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 like I don't know, togetherness, like people from Cali stick together really hard and, and you know, and have always been about people, about about movement. So speak about what does Cali mean to you and what does it mean to be from there? Oh, man. Well, you know, like I said, I come from a military family. So, you know, I'm, you know, the West Coast raised me from Washington State all the way down to California. And, uh, you know, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a very different vibe out there than it is out here it's 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 uh i would say it's much more laid back um and yeah i mean you're, you're absolutely right about about uh people being together man because uh it's uh it's, I, it's it's really hard to explain but i mean you know like i don't really just like you know, i have friends of all races friends of all colors I never really like, I never really experienced, like, racism. I may have, but, it, you know, it just never really, like, hit me until, like, I came, you know, 
to the south. Oh, for especially sure. Especially like Mississippi and things mm. like that. So, you know, it's definitely, it's definitely a culture shock because it's like I'm always like, even the way I was brought up, you know, you always try to, you know, I've always, my parents always told me to treat people the way you want to be treated. So I would never try to treat anybody, you know, like, especially like the stuff you see now on like social media, it's like, how? Like, why? Yeah. Um, but I mean, just everything from the music, you know, it's like, you know, not only West Coast hip hop, but I'm pretty much, you know, a fan of mostly any genre of music. As long as it, I'm feeling the vibe and I'm vibing to it, then you know I'm gonna I'm gonna play it. So, because um, that the weather is always nice. Like I was talking to uh, I was talking to my dad the other day, and I got friends talking about oh it's raining, it's 50 degrees, and I was like. <laughs> Y'all have no idea. Like that's, that's what y'all complaining about. Like I'd be happy to have that weather on a. I'd happy to have that as bad day weather. You yeah. know. So like y'all, y'all experiences. Uh, I tell them the experience of snow out here. Like, that's then come back at me and tell me how y'all feel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's. I I I tell everybody I talk to that they need to go visit the West Coast in some sort of capacity because. It'll definitely open your mind and definitely change change your just change your perspective on life because it's like especially if you haven't seen a whole lot of the world or a whole lot of the United States mm-hmm. you know you know going out there will definitely like change your perspective on things like wow this is awesome you know this is and the art and just uh, the the, the music yeah, it's just pretty much, yeah, man, like, free-spirited, and I mean, especially with uh, stuff being, like, especially with stuff being recreational over there now, like, <laughs> everyone else is much more laid back. So. <laughs> uh, right, recreation and, like, like at the park, you know, like a swing set or a teeter <laughs> uh, Who doesn't love a good carousel at the park for recreation? <laughs> Yeah, like like twenty days after the fourth month of 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 the year, recreational. <laughs> you know, one of the main goals is to go back out there and and re- and, and wrestle out there, and also visit friends and family. So that's always what I'm trying to look different emotions in the area that I will be at. You know, if I would, you know, if I were to go back out there, um, yeah. If I, even if they just book me on a whim, you know, it's the same thing. Like I can tell family, hey, I'm I'm gonna be out here for the weekend. You know, come see me, come hang out. So, um, well, when you do yeah, that, man, let us know because it's nothing to hop a flight out that way. Yeah, I'm always looking for a reason to jump out, Cali. <laughs> right, except Sacramento, though you can have that. But uh, but but like in, in general. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. we got you. No, but yeah, yeah, definitely, you definitely have to go see for yourself. So, yeah. Um. So, no, yeah, I've, I've been out that way a few times. I was in San Diego last year. I'll be out there for okay. the um, Survivor Series in Los Angeles, the Staples Center. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's you know that's going to be a pretty big weekend. I definitely want to see uh, PWG Championship Wrestling of Hollywood and. Uh, they got more than a few uh, things between in the Los Angeles area. It's just massive uh, and full of wrestling. So, um, yeah, 
it, it's always a good time to get, to get out to Los Angeles. I need to get me a um, get like some in and out. You definitely yeah. need that. Oh, oh man, double double. Oh man, yeah, you do. And remember, there's a secret menu, so there's a secret menu. So make sure you got like make sure you ask for that secret menu because that will show you what they have. You got to make sure you go because it's always packed too. Right. So. I'm gonna let y'all have that In and Out burger, but I'm a more of a fat burger type of dude. So <laughs> when it, you can go there too. There, right. It's out there. It's out there. <laughs> All day. Yeah. 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 You ain't going wrong with either one of those. Neither way. <laughs> You're totally right. <laughs> but Jack in the Box, y'all can keep that over there forever because that's <laughs> absolute garbage. <laughs> Man, which, which Jack in the Box did you go to? Man, I went to one. I don't, I don't, whatever the main highway is from uh, on um, in LA on my way to Vegas, and I stopped at one like thirty, maybe forty five minutes out of the city. Mm. Uh, I went to one in, in I went to one in Anaheim near the Angel Stadium, off of uh, like around the corner from Honda Center. Absolute trash. <laughs> <laughs> Man, look, I'm gonna tell y'all about Jack. Jack in the Box is that place for uh, you know. When you're drunk late at night, or you're inebriated late at night, you need something to put in your stomach. Jack and Box gets the job done, man. Get them okay, two, so those like tacos, man. Two, ta- two tacos for a dollar nineteen. You can't go wrong with those. You can Just absolutely go wrong with those. <laughs> man, you, can't, man. you can't, man. Tacos are they're clutch. They can be clutch sometimes. They there to my soak East, up the my late night stomach didn't like it. <laughs> Yeah, my, my East Coast stomach didn't like it, so it was a <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and I was like, on my way to Mexico too, so that was you, you know, that was a situation that you never want to take with you across the border. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> All right, so uh, what, what was I about to go into? Yeah, right, we were talking about that trash Jack in the Box. I've been a little bit <laughs> off my game. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, so upon doing my homework for the interview and stuff tonight, I I did see that um. You talked about uh, being a kid and being a fan of of Ultimate Warrior and Randy Savage, two two probably of the most charismatic uh, wrestlers. Mm-hmm. You know, they lived they lived their truth. Like you know, who they were in wrestling was who they was in real life. Um, and 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 I originally had a questionnaire until I continued to read where you then uh, start to say, but Bret Hart was your inspiration because originally I was going to ask you, you know, with being two fans of two guys who are really big in character. You come off very genuine in in who you are. So you know what we see in the ring is uh, is more or less who who appears to me who you are in real life. You know, so you just you know consistent on that. And then you went over to say you know Bret Hart was your inspiration, which I was like, okay, now now this makes sense. Now I think uh, Jamal is also a big fan of Bret Hart, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Uh, we actually I said in an interview that you named. Uh... Brett versus Michaels uh, in WrestleMania 12, the Iron Man match is one of your favorite matches of all time, which is in, in WWF history my favorite match of all time. So, hmm. you know, great minds think alike, sir. Yeah, yeah. So uh, maybe this is more of a question Jamal want to ask to you then. But uh, with 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 Bret Hart being um, such an inspiration, could you could you talk or explain why Bret Hart? Man. I th- like, watching as a kid, like, of course, you know, I started watching when I was, like, five, six years old. So, of course, you got Hogan, you got Warrior, you got Macho Man, you got, you know, 
Legion of Doom when they came over, you know. But like, if something always like like the Rockers, but something always struck me when the Hart Foundation would have come out and wrestled. Like Brett was just so crisp in the ring with everything he did, you know. And then of course the cool shades, like I mean, those shades were the coolest, man. And he had the sharpshooter. Like the sharpshooter was like one of the coolest things that as a kid that I've ever saw because like. Besides the figure four, you know, growing up, that was like one of the first like leg submission moves that I saw that was different than a figure four and different from a Boston Crab. And, you know, having little brothers, of course, you know, don't try this at home, but having little brothers, of course, I would <laughs> try that on them. And, and but, but, but it just, he was so technically sound. And he wasn't like one of the bigger guys because he was flying around there a little bit more. But just everything he did just looked so snug and so good. And and like when they call him the excellence of execution, like it's like it's, it's the truth, man. Like there's no there's no there's no doubt about it. And uh, he's always struck me like he he's always like had my eye. And, you know, like the way he stood out just with his wrestling skills, his gear. And just the way he presented himself, because yeah, he wasn't a big personality guy at all. You know, they left that to the anvil. But you know, they let Brett go out there and and and, and do his thing, man. And and especially back then in WWF, they didn't really have a lot of guys. They didn't let a lot of guys do their thing. So yeah. <laughs> you know, with with Brett and letting him go out there and like put on like a technical wrestling match. Now it's. Cause I was, I grew up. I was a WWF guy. Like I didn't have a lot of NWA, WCW. Like out there in the West Coast, it was WWF, WWE. So you know, Bret Hart was my guy. What you're saying is my guy. Brett, Brett being the excellence of execution. I mean, that really, for me, that rings true because so much of what his stuff was, especially back then when the WWF was going through that cartoony phase, Brett made you believe still. Right, he he make everything look so good that you could be like, well, some of this other stuff's kind of ridiculous over here with the berserker and whatever they're <laughs> doing with with demolition or whatever and all the face paint. But Br- Brett's like, you could look at him and be like, I think Brett's Brett's real though. Brett's like the the real McCoy. He's like, right. real. his matches are were a step above everything else that was going on around him. I think the. Yeah especially when you're kind of getting to that age where you're starting to see things and kind of figuring stuff out, but you don't still know the whole score. Like mm-hmm. Brett was that Brett was that kind of anchor where you were like, no, it's, it's real, man. It's, it's the real deal. <laughs> and he was the, like, you know, when people like as a kid, people would come up to me, you know, wrestling is fake, but I'm like, nah, like it's real. Like, because <laughs> to me, like when Brett wrestled, like it really looked like, like everything he was, taken was he was getting his ass kicked so it's like that's why to me i do i was like yeah it's real you know and and, and then montreal happened to this day you know so <laughs> yeah and then montreal happened and it's like oh well i don't know what to believe anymore <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but i agree i think uh Bret, Bret Hart for me has been like the nas of wrestling not the biggest guy not the flashiest guy but you definitely had to pay attention to what was going on like it's not you know, he's not going to win you over with bravado and sparkles and pyro and all that stuff. You know, he had his little gimmick, really kind of very simple, 
but mm-hmm. you know the work in the ring. You know, once you once the bell rung, it was all it was over. So that's why that right. attracted me to guys like Bret, Bret Hart, Benoit, Owen, uh, the Anvil, uh, Dean Malenko, Saturn, and so on, because they were just great at wrestling. And at the end of the day, once you get past all the pyro and the pomp and circumstance, I want to see the wrestling. And I think that you know you definitely you specifically have like a lot of that in a world where everybody wants to be the next Ricochet or uh, the next Matt Hardy or the next or Jeff Hardy rather or the next you know meme. Uh, you have a guy like you that's like, well, no, I'm doing this. This is me. This is what I'm at. This is what I'm here for. And this is what you're going to get. And it's very interesting to see a person that could be. Uh, more or less themselves and not try to cave in. And I mean, I would love to see you do a 450 splash off the top rope. Um, <laughs> but realistically, we know that you don't need to because that's not your style. You have your own style and it is what it is. And instead of just pandering to the internet and just like, well, I may not win this match, but I'd be damn sure if I don't get famous by you know, like diving off something into something else that and explodes for no reason. <laughs> right. So I, really right. Res- I really respect that. I appreciate that, man. It's like you can still tell us. You can still, like I like I was saying earlier, you know, like yeah, you could do all you could do all the stuff that'll get a pop, and you can do all the all the stuff that'll become a meme. But also, like yeah, there's fans in the internet world, but there's also fans there in the crowd watching the match, and they want to be. They want to see a good match. They want to be told a story. So when they leave that building and they're like, man, that match was great. That story they told was great. That was just an awesome, awesome match, you know? And and that's and that's the feeling that you want to leave people with when they leave, you know? And and some people's it's interpretation of, of an awesome match is different than others, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's the great thing about wrestling. You know, people, and I mean, life too, people have different opinions, but, you know, I think more with, with the wrestling landscape, I would say that, I guess they're more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They have more empathy. They're, they're willing to listen to why this person thinks this match was better than that match, you know, uh, instead of, you know, just. Oh, you think that match was great? Well, you're you're an idiot. You're stupid. You know, yeah. get out of here. You know what I mean? Um, well, that, that's that's the internet side of things. I think the real fans that that go that show up at the bingo halls, at the JCC, at the volunteer fire departments, you know, all you know throughout the months of the year that make the trips down to Nashville for the tournaments or up to Toronto for the tournaments. You know, those are the fans that can say legitimately that. I know why I'm here. And there's a difference between Saudi Arabia is a perfect example with the greatest Royal Rumble ever. Um, a, a lot of the fans didn't know who to cheer because they, they can only experience it through the internet or through television. Mm-hmm. That is not the same as being able to go to a house show in Florida or grow up with a person in NXT, you know, specifically, or have this long personal connection with a wrestler. Uh, so when somebody comes out that I would have popped for, they were like, eh, well, he's a guy. He has a name. Good on you, kid. And, and I think that, 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 is that like, there's a disconnect between the internet and watching that <clears throat> online and going, well, that was good for the meme. But if, if you weren't there, 
if you weren't there to have Logan Easton LaRoe come into your lap, <laughs> and if you didn't like literally nearly drop him because he was so unnaturally sweaty, because Eric <laughs> Royal threw his ass like a lawn dart into your section, and now your section's gone. He Thanos your section, half of it's missing. Yeah. Right. So if you don't have that connection, it's really hard for you to say accurately, legitimately that this is what I like and this is what I don't like based on other things in the memes. <laughs> so basically, long story short, support your local wrestling people. Definitely, definitely. I mean, you would you would pay you would pay 40, 50 bucks to go to a regular like a, a WWE show, like why not pay half of that and come to a local and show better. and be more involved? You know, be more. It's like just you know, a, a, a indie show like it's just the atmosphere is different. You know, because it's like the fans are right there. You know, <laughs> I mean, of course, yeah, the goal is to always wrestle in front of a hundred thousand people, but. You have to be able to touch those people differently than you can touch the 300, 400, 500 people that are there, you know, feeling that atmosphere that was there going crazy when Logan ran, got thrown into the first section and then they lost their minds. And I was, I was like, oh, okay, well, they, you want some more? Fine. And, you know, then, and, and, and that's the thing. And, and I mean, like, that's the thing about it. That happened in November, it's May. We're still talking. You guys are still talking about that. You know, that's the things that that things like that. It's like you know, I'm going to remember. I'm going to remember that that match was great. But you know, I remember that match because Logan got thrown into my lap, or Logan got thrown into the crowd on all four sides. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it just adds. It just adds to the like I said, like uh, earlier. You know, you creating those memories. For those people to go home and and remember and talk about and tell their kids about, and then you're showing your friends, hey man, see this video, like dude, watch this, like you throw everybody to the crowd, and then and then it starts spreading. You know what I'm saying? So now another personal favorite wild moment like that that you've been a part of <laughs> didn't happen here, but down in CWF. Now this is definitely meme worthy, even though you were on the receiving end of it. That crazy match you had with Snooty Fox that ended up going all over the building outside of the basketball court <laughs> with the basketball going off your head. Yeah. Yeah. That is one of the wildest scenes I have seen in a long time. And that that's just that one little clip of the basketball bouncing off. That should have blown up all over the place. Yeah, I mean, I tell you, man, that thing came out of nowhere, too. So it's just like, oh. <laughs> what just hit my face? Basketball. So, yeah, man, and 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 that's another thing, you know, like just going to those those Chapel Hill shows. I mean, just work, just wrestling a guy like Sonny Fox, who's from there. Um, it makes it makes things easy on me. I just got to walk in there and, you know, fight Studi and tell and then tell the crowd how dumb Studi is. And <laughs> tell, 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 how dumb they are for liking Snooty, yeah. and they're already boom. That's it. That's all I gotta do. And then Snooty comes out, they go crazy. It's like, okay, well, you know, you don't have to do too much here. <laughs> um, and you know, I thought taking him out, taking him outside would help, and he turned the tables on me, man. But uh, you know, I did, I did get the win in that match. 
So, and then that's another thing you were just you were just talking about. You know, uh, we're like you remember that you remember that moment of me getting the ball thrown out of my head. You know, <laughs> and like people probably don't even remember who won the match, but they will remember that. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the and that's and it's funny because uh, people like when they put it on worldwide, like the fans got the the internet fans, the people watching at home got to see all that. There's people in the crowd that didn't even get up and move. They didn't even <laughs> stop all that stuff, you know? And that's the thing. It's like, hey, if you don't get up and follow action, you might miss out on something. And so, you know, they had to go home and see. Or they had to have whoever came back in from outside. Like, man, you missed it, man. You know, stick it through a ball in his head. And now they missed that moment. And they had to wait for it to come on the internet. So, And it's um, not the same. Exactly. It's not the same at all, you know. Now, creating memories, creating memories. Yeah, man. That's, yeah. that's what it's all about. Now, you have an extensive list of some of the top wrestlers in all of the world that you faced. Um, I, even when I was compiling this, I was going to stop at like three to keep it short. Then I just kept seeing more and more names. I was just like, who hasn't this guy faced, you know? I mean, you faced Dijak. Uh, uh, Hassos Williams, uh, David Starr, Frey Yehai, Trevor Lee, the Hardys, uh, Cedric Alexander, Kevin Owens, even Hangman, Hangman Page. Um, and, and one of the biggest matches that people seem to always bring up to you, and indeed, we, it was one hell of a match, was against Chris Hero, Cashizuno. I mean, at this point now, I'm, I, I'm, I'm very, very, very curious to know, and a question I wouldn't typically ask somebody, because it's just such a regular question, but who is it out there that you would want to face? Oh man, uh, I mean, there's this, there's, a, I mean, there's a lot of people, man. Uh, like, I, I'm not really, I'm not really picky in particular. You know, I just like to go out and, you know, work with, you know, some of the best wrestlers out there, and it prove to them and to the to the crowd that hey, you know, I can hang with the best because I'm one of the best, you know, and and to me that was the whole, you know, Chris Hero match. It was yeah. like, look, he's one of the, he's and he's and the thing is like I, I looked up to I, I looked up to him, you know, growing like watching wrestling. I, you know, started watching the Ring of Honor and stuff and, you know, just he was one of the person that I saw that attracted me because he was so di he was different, and you know to finally square off with him, uh, that was uh, that was that was one of the things I was able to cross off my bucket. I mean, yeah, man. I mean, just wherever the wherever the best are at, man. Like, uh, I mean, any promotion, you know. Uh, the Midwest is picking up now, like so. I don't know. I got the Dynamite Cup coming up in June, and uh, you know, hopefully, that will lead up to some more in the Midwest. Uh, uh, but you know, I'm not really, like I said, I'm not really a picky guy, man. If, uh, uh, there, I will say there's a couple guys like like the Hot Sauce match. I'd probably say is probably one of my favorite matches. Okay, because it got to it got to test my technical abilities, and, uh, and and that's one of the things 
that I, you know, I love to do. You know, I, you know, I love to challenge myself. You know, we all know Tracy Williams is one of the best technical wrestlers out there. And it's like, okay, well, I'm gonna try to play your game and try to hang with you to respect me enough to say, okay, this guy can hang in here with me in the, uh, in the on the technical side. You know, because I mean, on the power side. I mean, it's pretty obvious. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but it's pretty obvious on the power side I'd have the advantage. But of course, the technical side, he would, he has the advantage and, and would have the advantage. And you know, he probably really didn't. You know, probably caught him off guard of of how well I was able to hang in with him technically. So that's always one of the things I'm looking at. Let's 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 do what we always do, Jamal. <laughs> when we had Gunnar Miller on here, we 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 sort of asked them a. a a question as he you know made his appearance um at nova pro somebody he wanted to see and he called you out and it manifested which <laughs> we can toot our horn for that because we feel like we we predicted it and, it and it came about so i mean i would love to see a jeff cobb versus eric royal match i'll say that right here Ooh. <laughs> and, and and if we and if, if jeff cobb can't can't make his way in the nova pro then i would like to see uh, Eric Royal instated into that powerbomb uh, uh, television title picture with Tracy Williams, with Logan Easton Leroy, with uh, Jonathan Gresham. You can you can definitely hang with those boys. So I'd like to see you in that picture. Hey, hey if, if the opportunity presents itself, you know, I'll definitely hop on it. And then, I mean, sometimes... You know, they don't present themselves, so sometimes you just got to go and take the opportunity. And, I mean, uh, when they present these matches for me, I just try to do my best and take advantage of each and every opportunity that I can because, you know, you may not get another one. So that's how I always look at it. And, uh, you know, it just always comes with, like, at, like you know, I, I train with Trevor Lee, man. Like, like, I've known him pretty much since I started wrestling. We pretty much trained together and, and – Along with him and Andrew Everett and a, a few other guys like Roy Wilkins and and, and Chet Sterling, so you know you always have that person, especially seeing how successful Trevor's been. You know you always have that person. You know that all right. You know he's here. I gotta I gotta stay at that level or get to that level. You know, um, but I always I always gotta remind myself that you know I'm eight years older than Trevor, so. You know, I got a little bit more mileage yeah, and weight on my body than he does. But, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, it, and I mean, the same thing with, like, guys like Cedric and guys like, like Paige and guys like, I mean, No Way Jose, you know. Uh, you know, seeing all those guys and seeing the success that they've achieved, it just – and it's, and it's all love. Like, I'm so happy for each and every one of those guys. It just helps me personally to push myself harder and get to that level. Um, I, I, another guy I'd like to uh, to work since you brought up Jeff Cobb is Walter. You know, I see he's getting a lot of buzz out here. You know, you can't just come to America and, you know, take all the buzz without crossing the ace, man. So <laughs> You're just I, looking for all the horses. <laughs> hey man, I, hey, you know, you gotta you gotta stake your claim somehow, you know, and uh, like the Gunner Miller match, like I'm glad he, I'm glad he, he did say that I was on his list because I remember at, at the SCI last year, watching, 
just watching him, I was like, "Oh, we didn't lose him there." I hope we didn't. Got the image still there. <laughs> he's bringing up uh, on on this note too. He's bringing up the um, Cena City Invitational, which he took part in last year, two thousand seventeen, and um, definitely wanted to state my claim and hopefully he, he hasn't been announced yet but it would be definitely interesting to see him to uh make his claim for 2018 tournament um and and, and being able to tango with uh gunner miller again back in his hometown i mean a lot of implications on that note um we got a lot to talk about as far as nova pro too which um hopefully if we didn't lose him here we can start getting into that but <clears throat> you're definitely right about that will um He's definitely going out the big all the horses, and um, I don't think there's no vicinity that can take. I mean, granted, now we're we're lucky to uh, still have uh, structure within the JCC with <laughs> or the Annandale Fire Department. With um, they dropped off. Uh, we'll work on trying to get him back in here. Uh, hopefully, uh, oh, what I was saying, uh, it's it's amazing that the JCC or the um, the fire department still has structure with the the matches <laughs> him and Gunner has been putting on. Um, uh, over the last couple of uh, shows or whatever. They've managed to not bring the house down yet, but I don't know. Next Friday night at the firehouse, that might be the night that the roof finally comes down. It's hard hard to say after the rumble. It's a ranch to keep the building in one piece from the rumble, but now when the, the ace and the corporate captain are going to go at it again, it, yeah. it was a hard-hitting battle last time. I can only imagine what part two is going to be like. Yeah, and just you know, just to catch up a little bit on his accolades here, he has he's fresh off um winning the old Dominion Rumble for Nova Pro. Um he faced at, at the, the last person to be eliminated was Gunnar Miller versus uh Eric Royal. And um they stood toe to toe with each other and um either one of them was backing down. We got the ace back here. Uh we were just yeah. just just covering um as we shift over to uh Nova Pro. We were first off uh before that I was saying I would like to um, you you spoke about Scenic City, uh, two thousand Scenic City Invitational, two thousand seventeen. Uh, would definitely like to see able, to see be able to be in the two thousand eighteen tournament and to be able to face Gunner back in his hometown. Um, that could be interesting since he's starting to uh make territory up in your territory. So um, I know there has to be a little bit of a edge on your shoulder there to want to go down to Tennessee and uh and, and make claims there, but. Um, we we spoke about just a little bit what you went in the old Dominion Rumble, um, and and moving forward, if you got Gunnar Miller coming up uh, this uh, next Friday, excuse me, at a th- a threat of joy with um, at, at Nova Pro. So ever since Gunnar has made his presence there, I mean, again, this guy he commands a lot of attention. You know, whatever building he's in, and um, last December. He had a match with AJ Gray, and um, it, it 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 ended pretty subtly. But Gunner wasn't satisfied. I, I spoke to him after the show, and he told me he was just feeling like he didn't he didn't he didn't he didn't do what he wanted to do that night. So that motivated him to come out and attack you, which uh, ultimately led to this feud that's going on with you guys now. And um, you guys will be again live on Powerbomb TV come next Friday. Again, t- tell us. I mean, we hear the blows from the crowd. We we feel the building shake. What is it like to be in the ring with Gunnar Miller? Well, I mean, he, I mean, he hits hard, man. Uh, 
You know, he's got that football background. He played college football. So, I mean, he, he's an athlete, and I don't take any – like, he, yeah, he hits hard. That's all I can really say, man. Uh, those pounces hurt. That jackhammer hurts. Uh, but you know what? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm all right. I ain't got no broken bones. I'm, I'm still I, – I got back up. I took some more. And I'll continue to take every, you know, every shot he has. And, uh, you know, I do want to say that the first time we wrestled, uh, it was on his birthday. So, you know, I gave him a little birthday present, <laughs> a little victory. So, happy birthday. <laughs> um, and it's funny because my birthday is next week on Tuesday. So, the Tuesday before that brother joy so since he went on his birthday i think it's only fair that i should go out there and win on my birthday there you go and, uh i'm definitely that's definitely the goal and that's definitely what i'm gonna try to do come hell or high water you know i do owe him for that last for that last match i mean he 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 got me he caught me low and uh you know make sure i'll make sure this next time i don't make the same mistake Hopefully, I can send him into orbit, and uh, you know, we'll go from there. Hopefully, he, he it'll be a bumpy ride, but I mean, he won't have no choice but to take it this time. Maybe the one percent are going to have to have a, a birthday party for you next week of some sort, especially if you if you win the match and go over. <laughs> you know what? That should be the that should be the that should just you know if I win, that should just give me the all expenses birthday. Birthday package, whatever they got, <laughs> you know they sh they should go ahead and you know we'll all go out on the town and have us a good old time. But until I have to be back in Gibsonville for CWF the next day, <laughs> I mean they, they always have bottles of bubbly there, so there be, should be some you know bottles popping or something if well, hey, the plan of the I, I, goes over. We get this victory. I definitely make sure we find a way to get them bottles, and we'll be like, uh, like baby and uh, and Lil Wayne. We'll be popping champagne like we won the championship game. Well, now speaking of the one percent, since I we I did see how the old Dominion Rumble ended with you getting in Ed Dow's face and mm -hmm. exchanging words and some heat right there going into yeah. going into threat of joy. I did reach out to him just out of curiosity going okay. in tonight to see if he had anything he wanted to pass <laughs> along before next right. Friday. So here, here's a statement, possibly a promo, but a statement okay. from Ed Dow, okay? Quote, you let the so-called ace of the Mid-Atlantic know that anyone who has ever challenged or threatened us has made been made an example of. Before I showed up, he had a streak. When you threatened to destroy what I built, you learned the true meaning of pain. Never start a fight with someone who has more money and power than you. I go to the White House on a daily basis. He goes to Waffle House. End quote. Oh. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> yeah, Teflon Don, that was not me. That was not Heel Will Mahoney. That was the Teflon Don Ed Dow. Yeah, that's really and, soon. And just and just uh, right. to... Just to uh, put the pieces of the puzzle together. So, Eric Royal was undefeated in Nova Pro um, all the way up into the Commonwealth Cup um, last year, 2007, where he lost against the leader of the 1%, Logan Easton LaRoe. And even this, the significance here is that um, after, upon winning the Old Dominion Rumble, that inserts him into this year's 
Old Dominion Rumble, uh, excuse me, uh, Commonwealth Cup, where he then was able to select um, his first round match. And um, if I'm not mistaken, you picked Mr. Who? Did we lose uh, him? No. <laughs> nah. Nah, I see him, but. Don't tell me he locked up. Don't tell me he locked up again. All right, we, I'm going to be on Google Hangouts technical support for sure. Asking that giving us so much grief. Um, um, but uh, upon him winning, he did call out, he called out Logan. Yes, he did. So the re- the redemption story here is just all more like it. Look, he's no he's no he's no stranger of the one percent gomlet. I mean, he had to do so last year, going through uh, the Prince of Pro and Bobby Shields, and and, and it's just all the more seen like it's manifesting again, where he's going to go through Gunnar Miller uh, come uh, next Friday, and then facing Logan uh, the next following month. So um, he's always been up for the challenge. And um, let's see if I can get it back in here. Yeah, he definitely yes. hasn't backed down from anything and all the, his whole run at Nova. I mean, that, 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 that streak was, was the hottest thing that was going for a really long time. And some of the biggest names that were brought into Nova. Um, um, he, he defeated again. I, I named some people earlier and, Die Jack and Chris Hero. So um he's never has backed down to the challenge. And um just just to just to get the stat sheet on paper right now, uh okay, as we got him back. Um I'm back, man. I don't know what's going on. This look, man, I'm on I'm on their technical support tomorrow. <laughs> like I'm I, I got questions <laughs> for them. <laughs> they giving us good. Um, but uh just to just to catch up to speed real quick again. Um you, you did win the old Dominion Rumble, and then upon winning, mm-hmm. you were able to Select your first round pick for uh, a mm-hmm. challenge for the Commonwealth Cup. You picked Logan Easton Leroux. I right. spoke about how last year you your no you you have never been uh, one to back down from challenges. You you went through the one percent gauntlet and taking down Bobby Shields and Prince of Pro, um, uh, uh, Alexander James, and then now this year you have um, you have Gunner next Friday, and then and then the following month you got Logan Easton Leroux. So the redemption story here is just, it could be all more sweet knowing that you actually can be the one to conquer the 1%. After Ed's comments, uh, what is your thoughts here? Man, I just really would love to see the egg on his face when I take down another one of his investments. Uh, he thought that, and he should know this being a businessman, that just because an investment may not go through on the first time, you know, it may not make money the first time, you know, sometimes it takes, it takes a while for that investment to grow. And yeah, and lost Logan up and he won. Uh-oh. You know, yeah, you know, I have no excuses. Yeah, there were. You know, I look at it like this. Um, 
that the streak was off. The interwebs is not cooperating tonight. <laughs> do we do we blame this on the one percent? Is, is this interference from from Ed and his cronies? <laughs> we have we have been having a ball of a uh, of a uh, of interruptions going on tonight, uh, but we're going to get through this. I promise that for sure. Let's see if I get a back in here again. <laughs> we can we can we can race to the finish line. <laughs> you was about to say something, Jamal? Well, I think like the one thing that really can't be understated is that, and we we said this with Gunnar Miller. Um, you know, Gunnar had definitely had something to prove when we talked to him, um, and his you know rise in the Nova Pro echelon and aligning himself with the one percent has certainly begun to pay dividends. Even though that ending of the Old Dominion Wonder was kind of it's kind of kooky, and I'm not going to be honest with you. It's kind of weird, but uh, it was a lot of us, a lot of, a lot of loose, uh, loose threads at the end of the Old Dominion Rumble. But but it is what it is, and we are here with Eric Royal versus Gunnar Miller on the way to the Commonwealth Cup. We will face Logan now. For Eric, you know, having the streak broken for you know uh, battling the one percent for most of his time in Nova Pro, you know. I get it, and you know, we'll ask him when he gets back on. But is it considered a success in any capacity if he does not win the, the Commonwealth Cup, or will he accept anything other than than a win? Because I, I think that the way he's been going, you're right; it is a great redemption story. But it doesn't matter if he doesn't win the Commonwealth Cup, right? Well, we got I'm back. back. We, we we asking, hey man, you. <laughs> I, I believe uh, I believe Mr. Dow is uh, tapping into your lines. We're definitely going to blame that on him and his connections. Something because I mean, I was like, I was like, I was, I had a good response to that, but I think I, I think I stood out and, you know, he could throw all the money he wants at all the investments he wants. But the thing is that I'm not going to stop. Like, he can, he may have me down. Like, yeah, Logan beat me. But you know what I did? I started another streak, you know. Now that streak's over, I'll just start another one. If I lose again, I'll just start another one. <laughs> and also, to be the man, the only man in Nova Pro history to not only have a streak as long as I did, but then – to be the first person to win the Old Dominion Rumble, and I want to be the first person and the only person to win the Old Dominion Rumble and the Commonwealth Cup. Nobody can stay claim to that. And so, you know, I'm not going to let whatever money he's throwing out, I'm not going to let that stop me. And, you know, he says that he goes to the White House every day. Well, I feel bad for him because he's doing, like, what he's doing, he ain't doing a good job. And, <laughs> And, you know, he says I go to Waffle House. I mean, Waffle House is delicious. Um, I don't know what the problem is there. I, beat, I tell him what, hey, once I beat Gunner, 
this Friday, then I could he could pay for my Waffle House. <laughs> you wash it down with champagne. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, wash it down with that champagne. Exactly. I'll take that pecan waffle all day. So he can buy me all the pecan waffles he wants. Um, but yeah, like I'm not like I'm, I, I try to I, I try to do a good job of uh, blocking out detractors, and you know when you have the money and to put yourself out there like that, you, you, I just had to let him know that his, his, I'm about to break the bank. Like I'm about to, I'm about to make him go bankrupt. I'm going to do whatever I can and I'll beat whoever and I'll demolish and whoever he puts in front of me, I'll take care of him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Follow up Jamal with that. With your, as we've seen with the, the, you know, I want to make sure that, the next person he throws at me, and when he tries to throw some more money at them to come at me, that person's like, you know what? I appreciate the offer, but you know what? That money, I can't do it no more. Cause Eric Royal's going to kick my ass because he did it before. And I don't want to get my ass kicked again by Eric Royal because. Yeah. I mean, you know, nobody wants to take an ass. You throw it at me, I'll keep So that's how I look at it. Yeah. I'll just send him into space with everybody else. <laughs> I, I gotta ask you this before uh you know the uh ed reconnects and taps into your uh phone yeah yeah you have the uh you know the chance to win the uh commonwealth cup for this year you're only you're also the only old dominion rumble winner ever is this it would would it be considered a success if anything other than a win happens you win in the commonwealth cup but or is it win the Commonwealth Cup or nothing? Well, when, once I get past next Friday with Gunnar Miller, it's all focused on that Commonwealth Cup. And, I mean, to be honest with you, you know, I'm still – it, that loss last year stung – it stuck with me, and it stuck with me for a long time. And that's why that win against Logan – at Nova Project Three, it helped. It helped satisfy that that a little bit. But now it's time to go out here, and hopefully I could do it again. And I mean, hopefully, like I know I'll do it again in the first round on June eighth. But I know what they're they're trying to send Gunner out there to soften me up for Logan, and it's not going to happen. I'm not going to let that happen. As a matter of fact, I'm not going to let it happen because I'm going to beat Gunner. And not a, not, it's going to take more than one jackhammer. It's going to take more than one pounce and whatever else he's got to beat me. You know, I still have things in my playbook and in my arsenal that Gunner hasn't seen yet. Oh. And, and he doesn't know that unless he's been watching my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I haven't pulled out the whole arsenal yet. And if I have to go into that bag, I will. It's not a problem. And, hey, I think next Friday I might have to go in that bag. But, hey, that's okay. Oh. So so you're telling me you're bringing the peacemaker then? And, I might have to. I, oh, no. Yeah. I might have to just snap my fingers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. 
hopefully y'all don't disintegrate, but hopefully the whole one percent disintegrates and they disintegrate and <laughs> so I don't know, man. Let's see. If, uh oh well almost almost dropped some spoilers. Well, I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> 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 Had to stop myself there. Yeah. Well, before we get out of here real quick, um, I know uh Will, did you you had a uh, maybe a couple of more tweets or uh or questions to uh read off to him real quick oh well the only other thing that came up well was it our buddy it it's your opponent for next week when i was asking for questions gunner jumped right into the mentions <laughs> right away and gunner had to say let's say quote i've got one for such a big guy why does he hit like a little bitch <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. Gunner's Gunner's talking big already. <laughs> I mean, he is. I mean, hey, you know, he got that dub. Uh, he got that dub on me under 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 questionable tactics. You know, I don't have to kick nobody in the nuts to throw his ass over the top rope. But you know, he's just salty. He's just salty because he lost, and he's just salty because I outsmarted him. <laughs> and you know what? I'm gonna outsmart him again, May 11th. And then he'll see how I hit like a little bitch or not. We'll see how hard I hit, you know. Uh, he, he thinks I hit like a bitch. We, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see his uh, his tone and his reaction after I send his ass in the orbit. Because he ain't been sent in the orbit yet. He's been lucky enough not to. But next Friday, I don't think he'll be so lucky. <laughs> Folks, better get those tickets up close. There might be a liftoff next Friday night at the firehouse. Actually, on a con- contract, <laughs> you don't want to be close because you probably won't have a seat by the end of the show. So make sure you yeah, get the furthest you can from that match. I mean, yeah, you know, when I send when I send them up, you <laughs> might come down in one of y'all's laps. So I mean, yeah, and he's a big boy, so you know, I would get out of the way too. <laughs> I'll try to send him into one percenters where he belongs, or you know, I could send him into the trash. Well, I hit like a bitch. I'll just send his ass into the trash. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not a. I'm not one of those prissy quarterbacks that he goes that he went to hit back in college. So uh, <laughs> he won't be saying that when I kick him in the face. <laughs> well, for the crew, uh, anybody else got anything to? Uh, Give out to Eric Royal before we wrap it up tonight. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, keep doing what you're doing. You know, definitely let us know. Don't forget us when you're famous. Uh, you know, you know, you, you you take you're going back to Cali like LL and Biggie. Then you know, we definitely need to know what's going on with that. So please, you know, keep us in the loop on things. We'll definitely spread the word whenever we can. For sure. Well, yeah. I'm not going to try to. I'm not trying to try to go out like Biggie. Go back to Cali like Biggie because he didn't come back. So no, he did not. <laughs> Yeah, so, he, went, uh, yeah, he, he went to Jack in the Box, and it was, it was a situation. Oh, <laughs> oh man, oh man, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I. And I, oh, I'll, I'll make sure when I uh, check in into the Bay Area, when I uh, holler at E Forty, I I name drop you, so I got a pass out there, so we good. <laughs> that Forty Water, man, you know it. <laughs> yeah, get on that Forty Water, too short, too cheesy, be out there with him, man. So I'm pretty sure that hook you up with some Warriors tickets. You know what I'm saying? And you know, check out, check out the Dubs, man. Oh, day. 
you got anything for Will before we get out of here? I think I covered everything I had. I passed along any messages that were given to me. You did. <laughs> Just remember, <laughs> that, that wasn't me talking. <laughs> right. and, uh, I'm not going to shoot the messenger. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. that That's clearly Will's claim to not have anything thrown his eyes at. in the space. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to send him in the space. <laughs> So Eric, uh, before we get out of here, definitely uh, it's, it's been a pleasure. We 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 finally did this. Uh, we definitely definitely gonna have to do it more. Um, you have a lot of big things coming up in the future, so uh, you know, get yourself comfortable. Let's 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 get this connection issues worked out so we yeah, can definitely man. have you back. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Google. Yeah, y'all need, yeah. Y'all need to fix fix this shit. Come <laughs> yeah. on, get your shit together, man. Make sure you let everybody and let everybody know where your social media is. Uh, yeah, man. So I got a Facebook page, Eric Royal. That's my that's my wrestler page. So go like it. Uh, I'm not on it as much. So if you go like it, I can get on there more and give y'all the updates on Facebook. Uh, I'm mainly on Twitter at Big Eric Royal. So follow me on Twitter. Uh, I talk about sports and other random things. So. And I'll, I'll normally post where I'll be at that weekend. And uh, I got Instagram at Ace underscore Royal 11. So you can follow me on Instagram. And I also got the Snapchat. So you can follow me on the Snapchat. I, I can't remember my Snap name. So you can look, you can, you can look at, you can look me up on Snap. Just look up Eric, uh, look up, uh, Eric Royal or look up uh, Ace Royal and I should be on there, man. And uh, But yeah, man, just, you know, follow me on all social media accounts and uh, like I said, so, you know, this weekend I'm off, but next weekend I got I got, got Gunnar Miller in front of me, you know, got that, got that business, so got that Friday, Saturday, I'm back in, in uh, Gibsonville, CWF, and then uh, I'll be back for the Commonwealth Cup. On June 8th and 9th, man, and or June 8th, yeah, I'm, I was right before June 8th and 9th because you know I'm about to go win like a uh, major league, like I said, yeah. I'm the whole, the whole effing thing. So, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I'll be out there. I should, I should have some new t shirts. Uh, I got some in the works right now, so I will have some new t shirts soon, hopefully by Commonwealth Cup. I will have those t shirts. Um, and I also got PayPal, so you want to, you know, you want to buy any of my my merch. I got I got the the rubber yep. wristbands now. I got stickers, so you can go to my my PayPal page. It's in my link on my Twitter. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, that's that's pretty much where I be at. And I, you know, I check my social media regularly, so uh, you know, I try to get back to as many people as I can when I <laughs> when I get mentioned. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's that's how it goes, man. That's how that's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> well, again, dear we definitely appreciate you coming on for us tonight through all the technical issues in and out. We made it happen. So we look forward we to seeing you next week and everything else Gosh, you got going man. on. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, yeah. and 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 for everybody that too, then you know, thanks for tuning in, working with us, staying patient as we work yeah, through everything. Sure. And, and and um and um you know, we'll get back to you. Definitely, we have a lot to do next week and stuff. So, you know, stay tuned. Uh, you know, follow our social medias. Keep us up with all the updates and stuff like that. And we will catch you guys for our next show.
Thanks for yeah, tuning in. Sounds good. Yay, yay. <laughs> yay, yay.